Hi everyone, my name is uh, Lebo Motsehwa. Welcome to the Get Ready Podcast. Shish, I'm sure you feel like me. Tired, cut fault of COVID. We've heard so much about it. The last two years have not been great. We even miss having our after tears in a way that we know that um, we can be carefree. So today, that's pretty much what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about long COVID, the fatigue and the weariness of this thing called Covivi. Um, so that's what we're going to do today. So stay tuned. And I've got a nice guest for you today that we're going to ask all sorts of other questions. She's a doctor. Hey guys, so today I'm with Dr. Busi, one of the Get Ready um, experts in terms of um, COVID and vaccines. We're going to be talking about a number of things. Dr. Busi, welcome to the Get Ready podcast. How are you today? Hi, Lebu. I am so excited to be here today. I'm excited for the Get Ready podcast. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. So tell me now, we're all tired of COVID. I know that uh, you guys as doctors continue to go out there, promote the vaccines. Um, other people think that the, the, the pandemic is over now that we're no longer on, 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 on lockdown. You know, um, people are saying that uh, their immunity can actually handle, they've got, uh, what do you call it? Natural immunity. So they know that they can actually um, handle uh, the pandemic. What do you guys have to say about this? Um, that we are all now saying, no, I don't need this mask thing, man. This thing is fedile, man. No, Lebu, nobody is more tired of COVID than myself. Like, I'm a young doctor and my entire career has been COVID from A to Z. Um, So definitely, like everybody else, I want to go back out. I want to go to concerts. I want to be there when Casper fills up the stadium, you know. So let's work together so we can get there. Because, you know, almost three years now of my youth have been stolen that I'll never get back. Um, So let's work together. Let's get vaccinated and get back to our lives. So tell me, let's just, the, the first question maybe I want to ask is, there's this new buzzword called long COVID. What is that? So long COVID is essentially when you have symptoms going beyond sort of the expected time frame of the COVID disease. Um, and, you know, researchers have actually marked it as symptoms beyond four weeks of um, having contracted COVID. And these can be from the virus itself or it can be from sort of the chronic illness-related things. So if you were hospitalized, if you were ventilated for a long time, if you were bedridden for a long time, there's symptoms associated with that. So that is essentially long COVID. COVID and it affects your entire body. So normally people associate COVID with like your lungs and breathing, but every organ system in your body from head to toe, you know, brain fog, skin rashes, hair falling out, shortness of breath, palpitations, all sorts of things. Um, and that's why it's so important to get vaccinated because your literal quality of life is at stake. So if you're a marathon runner, that could be at stake. You know, if you like to go to groove, dance, by 30 minutes in the first piano song, you'll be huffing and puffing. Um, and we don't want that for people. So people need to go out there and prevent this. I had COVID. Um, it was, I would say, mild. Um, and, um, and the way I discovered that I had COVID is because I couldn't taste or smell. I literally burned a pot cooking right in front of it and i kept tasting i thought this thing is needs more time in there hoist a bit of salt and so forth and so forth and that's how i found out that i had covered after bended pot so what other things 
that you think are, 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 are becoming more, um, how do I put it, uh, things that we should be identifying on a day-to-day -day basis uh, as we live our lives. You talk about brain fog. Um, so what are the most regular symptoms that we should be looking for? So like I said, it's symptoms going beyond four weeks from when you have the virus. Mm. So just like you said, you know, losing taste, losing smell for extended periods, brain fog. People even have cognitive decline, you know, memory loss, you know, unable to do the work activities at their jobs. You know, you forget to pick up your kids from school. It's very hectic things that can impact your life. Um, but also, you know, muscle pains, fatigue, you know, if you could bench 10 kilograms at the gym, now you can only do two. That's huge for people, you know, and these are actually like beyond just health, it's quality of life. The things that like bring us joy and mm -hmm. happiness, you know, and pleasure. Those those things are taken away with long COVID. So you've said one of the things we should be doing is getting vaccinated, right? Yes. But I would imagine that some of the people listening to us right now are probably saying, I, I did. I did hit the course um, later. Maybe I was in denial, but I did eventually go and get vaccinated. And I still feel I've got some of these long uh, COVID symptoms. What else can they do then? Um, because this completely changed our lives. For example, there are people who are saying, um, as you say, I can't run a marathon anymore. What do I do? How do I try to get my health back? So um, before I, I'll go to the, the sort of the outcomes, prevention is always better than cure. You know, so everyone who hasn't been vaccinated, hasn't contracted COVID yet, now is your opportunity to protect yourself, to go and get vaccinated. Um, but to those who are having these experiences of these ongoing symptoms of this decreased quality of life, um, yeah, improve your lifestyle, exercise, you know, eating right, visiting your doctor regularly. That helps to combat long COVID in the long run. Memory loss, uh, alcohol, has to do anything with it? No, definitely. Like, you know, if there are multiple things hitting your brain, it's definitely going to have a compound effect. So if you do have that brain fog, memory loss, do the things that help increase your brain function, decrease that alcohol use, you know, play those games on your phone, Sudoku, that really give your brain that exercise, you know, to keep it going. That's really great. I would imagine also just sleeping early uh, would help. So moving forward then, I'm just going to unpack some of these jargons, you know, Lunati Doctor used in these uh, conversations. What is herd immunity? That and is a please great explain question. explain it to me, as a dakine. Because I also want to just bring it back to because I don't yeah, think we have the word herd immunity in my language. Mm, mm. No, 100%. So herd immunity, a concept in science where uh, you basically create population immunity through vaccination. And this is not the first time sort of we've seen this concept. There are diseases of the past that I'm sure a lot of people have not even heard of. Mm. Bore polio, bore smallpox. Mm. And those diseases have basically been eradicated they don't exist and that's because people vaccinated in the large large numbers um but uh, an example that people do know of is something like measles you know measles we needed 95 percent of the population vaccinated in order for the numbers to go down and that did happen but then slowly you know at the beginning of the early 2000s there was this anti-vaxxer movement that began that's why measles started coming back up again at schools and things like that ah. and so it's Essentially, herd immunity, we need to just reach a high percentage of the population vaccinated. And that means that the greater population is protected. And then the virus, like the viruses of the past, can be eradicated, essentially. 
And then where are we then with young people? Because obviously we know that the older ones, um, they've, they've already went past 60%. So where are we with young people and what do you want to say to them about reaching the number that you, you should be getting? Oh, I don't want to lie. Ne? Young people are actually the least vaccinated group. Mm. That 12 to 35 are just um, lagging behind the other age groups. And there are many reasons for that because, you know, young people, they're on social media, they're on their WhatsApp groups, they really entertain these myths around COVID about microchips, Bill Gates, you know, things like that. Um, and it's really been slow. And also they were the last group, you know, when the rollout was happening. And so by the time they were like, hey, young people come forward, things had already opened up. Young people are like, oh, don't need that. I'm fine. I'm moving on with my life. And so now we're trying to bring them back and let them know that, even if you're young, you can get COVID. And even this long COVID that we're talking about, it affects young people. All right. Hold it right there because I think in I, I want to dwell more into the myths and, and the things that uh, people tend to say. Um, coming up in a short while, we are going to look at the questions coming into the Get Ready call center and WhatsApp this week. We want to know what is in your mind worries you have about getting vaccinated against COVID, you can also WhatsApp your questions to the KRADY WhatsApp line, which is 060-019-0000. And also, if you are the one that actually prefers just to make a phone call maybe and talk to someone, you can also dial the toll-free number, uh, the SA Coronavirus toll-free number, which is um, uh, 0800-029-999. Um, and um, you can ask them anything that you need to understand about the vaccines. Um, our doctors are on a standby to answer you in any other questions, in any other language that you have. What's up, guys? It's Dr. James here. And I'm here with your WhatsApp question of the week. So this week, a lot of people have been asking, um, can I get vaccinated if I feel sick, flu-like symptoms or diarrhea? I totally feel you guys, it's that time of the year. I'm also pulling out the winter wardrobe already. But these symptoms are very similar to COVID, but it doesn't mean that you have COVID. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Even pre-COVID, we had these type of issues when winter was around but now with vaccination the thing is you've got to make sure that you don't have COVID so if you've got flu-like symptoms please get a test done to confirm that you're negative and as soon as you feel better if you are negative then you can get your COVID vaccine but if you do end up testing positive for COVID you're gonna to have to wait 30 days after you recover for you to get your vaccine even if you don't have COVID, but you're not feeling well or you're feeling sick, remember that you have to wait for your symptoms to go away. When you're feeling better, then you can go get your jab. That's basically it. Signing out, Dr. James, and please keep sending in your questions on our WhatsApp number 60 We are back just like that. So we are still with Dr. Busi and we have so many other questions uh, that are coming through our WhatsApp line right now. Um, I mean, the lines are busy, so it's great. Um, one of the questions that are coming up, uh, Dr. Busi, is what is endemic and pandemic? So um, really the, to differentiate between the two words, pandemic means that it's a disease which is affecting people 
all over the globe. So countries all over the globe. That means pandemic. While endemic um, really refers to a disease that is around all the time, but at a low level and not in the big waves like we've seen mm. with COVID. With COVID, it's all over the globe, all the countries. That's why we call it a pandemic. Okay. So we are at our last family meeting, I hope. Um, and in this last family meeting, we were told that lockdowns are over. So lockdowns are over. Does that mean the pandemic is over? So the president told us in our last family meeting that, you know, they're really opening things up again. But the pandemic is not over. You know, the COVID cases are still on the rise. There's still people being hospitalized from COVID, dying from COVID. Um, so the pandemic is still here. And as long as we still have it affecting people to this degree, it's important for people to make sure they protect themselves and they take the right precautions. Okay. So what then is, how does the end of the pandemic then look like? You know, so, you know, it's a great question. And, you know, we're always asked this question of what does the end look like? Um, so, first of all, to get to the end, we need to have the majority of the country vaccinated. That's number one. And the end really looks like COVID becoming that everyday flu-like kind of virus that we don't have to worry about, where we don't have to worry about wearing masks. Um, we don't have to keep on getting boosters like we're supposed to be getting now. Um, where it becomes really a mild condition which is easily treated. Um, and we're not there yet. You know, we're still under 50% vaccinated. The numbers are going up slowly, um, but it really needs to be the majority vaccinated so that COVID can become a harmless, harmless virus, just like the flu. But I think this is not fair, at least as I think about it, as someone who's been fully vaccinated. Why must I then continue wearing a mask when the other guys are not wearing a mask? So, you know, mask wearing, it's important. It really is about protecting that other person, you know. And I know we live this individualistic life nowadays of like, as long as I'm fine, um, I don't worry about anyone else. But really wearing your mask protects the next person. Because like I said, there's still people out there who are unvaccinated. And if that person gets COVID, they are at risk of going to hospital, being ventilated, taken to ICU and even dying. And so to protect, you know, our neighbors, our friends, our colleagues at work, you're going to a festival, you know, your fellow fans of whoever, you have to continue to take those precautions. I hate wearing masks and glasses. That is just a no-no. It's just a small irritating thing that plays a big role in your life. You know, you, I'm trying to learn in class and I can't really see what's in, on the board because of my glasses being fogged up and I can't really take them off because I can't see without my glasses, you know. What I hate about masks is the fact that um, after a few hours you get a headache because you've been breathing in your own carbon dioxide forever and the fact that you get little pimples around your mouth where your mask has been um, that's what I hate about masks Hey, yo Quentin dog <laughs> look at this COVID thing how far it got us I can't even see that girl dog like I want to approach her but I don't know if she's hot or she's not like yo dog what if I go there and then she takes out her mask and it's not what I expected Yo, dog, that would be crazy. Like, yo, hey, COVID. Kids don't wear masks. They're just tired. They can't even share la and woo a chick 
and say, hey, hey, wanna so hiso, let me talk to you. You know, there's no longer this thing that uh, not, not, I think if anything, it's more like beauty is now really in the eyes of the beholder, because I have to look at the eyes. I cannot see the smile. So what do you have to I mean we they are trying to like live their lives now they become a generation of masking Ibo. Come on, what do we say then to them? No, you're telling the truth. You know, this is one of the psychological effects of COVID. This mask wearing has really disconnected us as human beings, you know. Even kids, you know, who are growing up in this COVID time, they have social anxiety, meeting new people, going places, you know, showing their faces, which is, um, it's not good, you know. Um, we want people to be confident, to meet, you know, find that Mr. Right, find Bay, And how are you supposed to find Bay if you have a mask on? You know, some ladies, you know, you put in your full face of makeup and now your mask has like ruined your entire look. Um, and those are the things that we want to end, essentially. And the only way we get there is through vaccination. Ah, you guys are a lover of things. We want to have a makeup and wear a mask <laughs> at the same time. Not fair to us. We want to slay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, You've seen the memes, especially from the anti-vaxxers, if I can call that, or people that are sitting on the fence, saying that they're going to be boostering us till kingdom comes. Is this really what's going to be happening? So, you know, the boosters are going to be here to stay for as long as people don't get vaccinated. Because as we know, you know, the science tells us that over time, your immunity from the virus goes down. Mm. And as long as it's still raging, it's still in pandemic status, you're going to need that maximum protection. And that's why you're going to have to keep coming for boosters until we do reach that herd immunity level. Is a booster a different uh, dose or is a booster the same thing? What is a booster? So a booster is essentially, it's the same dose. And what it does is it brings up so your amount of soldiers in your body that are protecting you from COVID. So when you first get vaccinated, um, it teaches your immune system to train the soldiers in your body, which is a, which are the antibodies. And slowly over time, those soldiers decrease in your body. And then your booster, it's the same dose, it's the same vaccine. It just brings up that number of soldiers in your body again so that you can fight. And especially as we go into every next wave, you need to make sure that you're maximally protected. So does that then mean um, when it comes to the, the, the COVID vaccine, is definitely, it's not any different to the other vaccines we've had in the past where we're supposed to boost? Yeah, so boosting is really not a new concept. Like, as we know, every single year, there's a new flu vaccine, and it's essentially the concept of boosting. But also, our little babies, you know, when you get... Uh, taking them to the clinic, you're giving them vaccines. And the reason why you take them at those different intervals, you know, three weeks, six months, nine months, it's essentially boosting them again to protect them, you know, from the viruses that affect children of that age. So it's not a new concept. Um, people have, you know, embraced it before, knowing that it protects them from severe illness and death. Now, psychologically, I mean, we've seen it um, everywhere you, you you can google it in different countries even here locally that psychologically we've all taken a certain beating when it comes to COVID alright hence I'm saying people are hard for all of it and I think perhaps we sometimes um, you know you're looking you're looking at it from a physical point of view but what would you say is the emotional fatigue that people have suffered because of COVID you know it, it really hit people psychologically on many many levels for example people have 
you know, lost family members and friends at such a huge scale that we haven't seen before in a very long time. I'm sure it was world wars when we last saw so many people dying. And worst part, people couldn't even bury, you know, they dead with their customs. It was those cold COVID funerals with hazmat suits. Um, and the effect of that is still ongoing because that grief process is prolonged. People have social anxiety. They were kept in their houses for so long. Now people are just going to, you know, the shop it's it's like a social anxiety feeling to just go and be there amongst other people um so there's so many effects and people who are stuck at home you know when you're stuck at home indoors it does give you that sort of cabin fever depression anxiety love that sort of environment and it can come up in people and we know now more than ever you know depression anxiety suicide rates are up and so definitely a lot of this is linked to covid and the life that we've lived for the past 3 years so would you say that by getting vaccinated i can go i can go out there again so if you're vaccinated you are the ideal candidate to go out there live your life go to your concert go to your school go on that date take that trip that you've been dying to take because when you're vaccinated it's less likely that you will be hospitalized and it decreases your chances of death so just a typical question now people are praying as you saying they're out there doing their thing if we are a group of people that are vaccinated in one space and we happen to have one person who has gotten covid after being vaccinated what does that mean for us the people who created this bubble so literally in that little bubble your health is in your hands as an individual things are open people are going to brides weddings all kinds of social activities so if you're not vaccinated and you're going to events you are literally putting yourself at risk and the risk lies with you because the form of protection has been freely available to everyone so those nine people that are vaccinated they are free to go and socialize but you're the one putting yourself at risk um being unvaccinated shush there seems to be light at the end of a tunnel as you can hear that if we do actually get ourselves vaccinated make sure that um, you make yourself fully protected i don't know maybe this means um in part of our uh, the apps that we use uh, for dating we also start taking i'm vaccinated as opposed to just saying hey, i'm available that way i know that i'm fully uh, safe uh, when i'm with you um and on that note we are going to close um today's topic thank you so much uh, dr busi um for coming through and giving us such valuable insights in terms of um what we need to know before it in zwile all sorts of other words i've learned today in endemic the pandemic i'm a fatigue hey wara wara no zwile zonke zilapho Next time we're going to hook up um in the next uh, podcast uh please do keep your questions coming on our WhatsApp line uh being 060019000 060019000 any question if i get zwagalesa senda cnss dms so that we can actually give you the proper answers that you're looking for directly from the doctors thank you